This is an RNZ podcast. As we've heard recently here on Media Watch, it was a huge shock when huge global publisher Bauer Media suddenly announced during the first week of lockdown that it was shutting down here in New Zealand with immediate effect. It's been trying to find buyers for the country's top-selling magazine since then, but in the meantime, they've simply vanished from the shop shelves and subscribers' mailboxes, with a couple of exceptions. Earlier this month, one of Bauer's bestsellers, Woman's Day, reappeared in the same week that Bauer's local staff were allowed back into their offices in Auckland to clear their desks. But the spin-off journalist Alex Bry noted that this was actually an Australian version of that magazine, produced in Sydney, with a few New Zealand stories chucked in to make it a supposedly local edition. Former staff of the New Zealand Woman's Day told the spin-off that the local stuff in those first editions were done here before Bauer pulled the pin on the company, but there had been no indication that Bauer in Australia would be looking to use former staffers here for their Kiwi content in future. And Bauer told the spin-off in a statement it was working on plans for future local content. But the Woman's Day on shop shelves here again didn't mean that anyone here had actually got their jobs back. Now, do the readers actually care what's in the magazine? Well, having noticed that there's also an ossified version of New Idea out now as well, afternoon hosts Simon Barnett and Phil Gifford asked their listeners on News Talk ZB last Wednesday. Do you care if there's very little Kiwi content in there and you're quite prepared to pay the same kind of money? 0800 80 10 80 or you can text 9292. Well, the first up caller, Heather, certainly did care. Okay. Absolutely wouldn't bother. I just thought... You know, Women's Weekly, it had, like, real Kiwi, like, you got Kerry doing her column in it, Colin Hogg with his column. Mm, right. Um, you got Nikki Wicks and her mum, you know, with their cooking columns and stories about genuine Kiwi right. women and things that you can relate to. Mm. And she wasn't the only one. What do you reckon? Will you will you support them even though they're... No, I, I won't buy them again. I just... Um, and I really am a, a magazine addict. I always say that's my wine or beer money, actually, right. um, that I used to buy on... Um, spend on mags. But no, they're awful, actually. And like caller Chris there, Mary was missing the local voices as well. I don't like the Australian Women's Day. I bought one a fortnight ago and I said, oh, they've... They haven't cancelled that one, so I got him. I thought, oh, where's Kate and mm. Sarah Kate Lynch and things? Yeah. And caller Thelma was even more blunt about Bower's watered-down local magazines. It's just full of a lot of crap right. stories. Yeah. And the New Zealand Week, Women's Weekly had genuine stories. And I missed Colin Hogg and Kerry's and sort of all that sort of thing. Oh, dear. Perhaps, though, the people who are texting in might be a little more enthusiastic about Bauer's new editions. Um, I will not be buying those magazines anymore. I used to love them, but it is full of Australian rubbish now, so it's an end for me. A reminder there to media doing COVID cost-cutting these days that local content is what regular readers and paying subscribers want in exchange for their money and their loyalty. On News Talk ZB last Wednesday, Phil Gifford reminded his co-host that he used to write for the New Zealand Woman's Weekly, to which Simon Barnett responded that when he was on TV back in the day, being on the cover of it was a nice and not-so-little earner from time to time for him. I was on the cover of the Woman's Day after I'd done Celebrity Treasure Island, and do you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you, do you know how much they paid for that cover? Uh, hang on, how long ago was that roughly? Oh, gee, uh, what are we, 220, so I don't know, 202, 203 around there? Okay, it was a golden day still for magazines, kind of, so I'm picking a large amount of money. I'm picking maybe $5,000. bucks. $10,000. You're kidding me. $10,000. Wow. What you got paid back then for it to be on the cover. 
Well, that was a story of times that will never return in magazine publishing here, you'd think. If Bower's paying no one here to make local content for their magazines, they won't be paying famous local faces to front up on the cover if there's nothing much to go with it inside. Interestingly, Simon and Phil hadn't had a single female caller on their show that day until they raised that issue of the magazines. And when they did, they also got this response from a bloke called Jeff, who saw a silver lining for him in the thinning out of magazines for women. Simon Phil, from a guy's perspective, now the women's mags are gone, the supermarket, makes finding all the hunting and four-wheel drive magazines a hell of a lot easier, mate. <laughs> Regards, Jeff. <laughs> good, good on you, mate.